everybody. Welcome back to Mile Heart Podcast, episode 91. Yeah. Today we're talking about blood. 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 I hate blood. I know. Josh really hates blood, guys. This is hard for him, but... I've had a number of accidents involving blood. Yeah, where, right. Where? No, watching blood be drawn, watching yeah, things Yeah, watching be, it happen to me where you pass out. I also have... Well, you've heard my story about passing out in Hunter's Ed. Remember? Yeah. Where I fell out of a chair. Yeah, I've seen him watching. pass out. They yeah. were testing his ass for mono when we were in college, and he passed out. They were drawing his blood. He had to lay down. He passed out. I mean, so he might pass out because yeah. we're about to test his blood right now. We're, we decided that if we're going to talk about blood, we need to know our blood types. And, you know, you can get your... I actually tried to get it from our doctor last time we were there. I asked for my blood to be to be tested. And she said that my insurance didn't cover the testing for it. And like, wouldn't... She's like, you'll have to go do it some other place. I was like so confused. But you can find out, you know, by donating as well, which... Is the best way to do it. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to start donating. I've always like... I've been getting my blood drawn forever because I have thyroid disease, but I actually started when I um, got diagnosed with mono in fourth grade because they had to draw your blood all the time to check. That's how they check for mono. So I'm kind of used to it. So I gave myself the test yesterday, but we are going to give Josh and Janelle the test right now because we don't know what blood (laughs) types there are. Yeah, these are just And Dr. Ken is here. Don't you guys worry. These are called Elden kits. And we're going to go ahead and take our blood tests first before we start intro topics, just in case Josh passes out. Oh, cool. So he needs to like recoup. Yeah. So it'll tell us what of the four blood types we are, as well as if we're either positive Positive or or negative negative for RH. The uh, RH factor. And we're going to explain all of this. Some of you are probably really confused and like don't know anything about blood types, but it's fascinating stuff. This is going to be a really interesting episode. And so I guess at first I should tell you, I... I confirmed yesterday that mine is a negative. So I do have RH negative blood, which is like the rare blood type that we'll be explaining. But a lot of you probably have it. I mean, yeah, I think what it's is pretty it? What 15%. Okay. Of the whole population has negative in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're about to find out what you are, which I'm really interested in. Because yeah. I don't, I have no clue. I've never even had that conversation with my parents i don't think i've ever even been tested in my life probably well i think we can figure out what type our baby will be based on your test because we there's a cross-reference chart so believe so my guess is that i'm a positive i'm guessing i'm some type of positive i'm gonna guess a b positive okay that's my guess because i mean the whole reason we'll explain this but if you've never heard of this if you get pregnant and you are an rh negative mother you have to get these shots if you become pregnant with a positive blood baby. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm curious what Josh's blood type will be. Then so I want to test Janelle's too. Work? Okay, dude. The Elden cards, I have now done four of these. This is my I finally <laughs> got it right on the fourth one. So I'm very experienced. Good thing Josh ordered eight. Yeah. I knew that you were <laughs> You tried doing this like up. six months ago and I didn't. it was a flop. Well, let's we just say I was, was having a fun night. <laughs> When I decided to randomly do that. That's really funny. So basically this thing comes if you order one of these Elden kits, Elden cards. Um, it has a little anti-A, anti-B, anti-D, and then a control. And mm. It has these little colors on them. Mm. So they give you this little water dropper and you take. You put a little water, dab yeah, water on and it. And make sure you're holding your hand, whichever finger you're going you're gonna to do, just down so the blood goes to it. Right. You're not going <laughs> to want to watch this. So you don't prick it and it's just straight bone? just kidding it's not gonna hit your bone it's so small so you just drop a little drop of water into each circle Mm. 
God, just thinking. I'm overthinking this right now, and I'm starting to get woozy in my head. I'm oh my not, God, ju- really? dude, don't. If I just think about it, and just, I'm okay, thinking stop about, thinking like, about it. I stop can't thinking about think it. Think about blood. Turn away. She just sent me the video she sent me. <laughs> she was like playing. And it doesn't bother me at all. I've had my blood drawn so many times. Okay, okay, careful. No, you're fine. Just look over there. There's no like disinfectant. Go distract him. Oh, Come on, use this. It's the alcohol wipe. Oh, okay. Yeah, what Dr. Do do? Kendall. <laughs> Sanitize my shit. I didn't even you know it. that was in there. All right, here we go. All right. Ah! Uh, oh my god, it was like a staple going off. Wait, actually, did that hurt? It no, it hurts for like two seconds or okay, point two bad. seconds. So I think I think you're a neg. I think we're both a negative, which would mean I wouldn't have to have the shots because we'll have a baby with a negative so, too yeah. if we're the same. Interesting. Yeah. Disclaimer, none of us are doctors. We're literally yeah. Googling all this and trying to figure it out. As if we needed I'm to getting bloodborne pathogens all over this bitch. Alright, so Janelle's gonna sit in the hot O-nug, seat. O-nug? O-nug, O-nug, O-nug blood? O negative blood or A minus blood. Well, here's why minus. I think that, babe, because see how like see how in the kit yeah. these are the same and this is the only one that's different. I get really woozy if I'm hungry. And yeah. I'm like hungry right now so it made it like 10 times worse that it but felt you're like. okay it's all over now yeah why don't janelle sit here i might go upstairs and grab yeah. a little snack yeah i'm like I was gonna feeling say, go i'm up. feeling pretty woozy right now yeah i'll i'll do janelle by myself okay sit down let's go bitch <laughs> just girly things you know <laughs> don't worry cousin ken is here <laughs> I always get the best, like, shout out to people that draw blood. Like, I always have some, well, I've had some shit ones too, but I'll say some of the people I've met that have drawn my blood have been like the nicest humans yes, ever. Right? Totally. Oh, yeah, really nice. They really let nice. me use the butterfly needle instead of the adult one. Tell us about that. So, you, <laughs> yeah, when I get my blood drawn, <clears throat> one time a doctor was like, always ask them to use a butterfly needle on you because. They're like, your veins small or something. I don't know. Mine are like that, too. It probably like, runs in our family. No, she's like, it draws slower, but it hurts a lot less. It's because it's a way thinner needle. They use it on kids. Uh. So now I'm like, can I have the butterfly needle? And people are like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's kind of smart. All right, here we go. I'm like squeezing my arm really hard, okay? Oh, my God. Wait, you have to sanitize it first. Okay. Dude, why am I such a baby? It's okay. You're fine. <laughs> I got you, bitch. I wouldn't ever hurt you. I'm not trying to be dramatic, folks. No, I know it's not you. Oh, that didn't hurt at all. No, there you go. Oh, you can do it again. Oh, good job. Okay, and and you're flowing, girl. She's a flowing. Okay, I'm really excited to see what it is. Woohoo. Okay, so we definitely got something going on on anti D. Oh, the control is changing. Wait, what the fuck? Oh, whoa, it is. So, wait, so that must be you're different than us. The control is changing. Wait, can the control even change though? No, the control's not supposed to change. <laughs> Wait, actually? Yeah. Is it? Uh, oh, if, if it's invalid. It's definitely. Of course my test. No, 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 no. Hmm? That's fucking not right. All right. So I guess I am getting stabbed again. Cool. That's fine. Like, Should we try again? again? Should we try again? Well, I don't know. Should we wait a second? Are you sure? I say we go again. How are you feeling, Josh? Better? Better. After Good. a little snack. Good. And what'd you have? Uh, just a little bean burrito. Ooh. Guys. Okay. Of course, this would happen to the one who's like, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. <laughs> well, guess what? You get to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Just make sure I don't like 
fuck this up Cross at all. These cannot touch each other. Okay, okay, okay. The stir sticks have to be separate. Okay. Let's put this close to you. If you can drip it yourself, that would be the best. If you can kind of aim okay. and like drip. Okay, in. I can try. All right, let's do it. It's not going to hurt. Ready? Okay, yeah. Boom. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. One more. Oh! oh! No, 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 don't cross-contaminate. I'm not. This is, oh. this, this is the new one. <laughs> <laughs> My best guess would be O positive for you. Oh, yeah. Painting. It's like watercolors. Only creepy. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking so. We're only seeing anything on anti-D, so it must be like O positive. Boo! I wanted to be an alien. I know, fair. and it, it's interesting. We'll go over like the traits and stuff. I have like the light eyes and stuff, but Josh doesn't, so I kind of thought, yeah. well, Josh's could be wrong. I could have messed up his test. I mean, barely any blood came out of that man, so Janelle was like dripping over here. Yeah, dude, it was coming down my finger. You were... Yeah. It seemed like you were squeezing really hard to get just anything I out of yeah, It was really bad. Barely so, anything. I would do weird. it again if you if I, I didn't think you'd say, pass honestly, out. I was going to say, honestly, I think I might have... Again. I think I might have bad blood flow. Can you just do it one more time? No, I don't want to do it one more time. That was hilarious. That was good. Good job, Josh. Excellent work. I knew the thumb would be. All he needed was a little village in. So we're recording this obviously right now after we recorded the podcast and we were definitely confused. Josh, this is Josh's and he's definitely not RH negative. This is the one. This is Janelle's. This is John's. This is mine. Mm. See how Kendall's mine's is the, the only one, one that's normal. RH negative. Yeah. That isn't like kind of separated. Yeah. So we were confused throughout most of the podcast, but Josh is positive. Make sure to pick up your Elden Kit. Malhire podcast sponsored by Eldenkit.com. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so now that we've tested our blood and we pretty much know. I'm pretty sure. At least we know that you're a negative, though. You're definitely not. I you're think, definitely a negative blood type. I think She's I'm, definitely a positive. I think I'm O negative because I think my mom's O negative, too. Well, before we actually break down blood <laughs> and explain why this is interesting at all. Yeah. Why are and, we even testing our blood? Yeah. And how it's a very interesting topic. I'm super excited to be talking about it. It's kind of a hard topic because we aren't experts and there is probably <laughs> a lot of things that will get wrong medically, but we've done our best to try to navigate the world of blood for you guys and kind of try to simplify it. But before we get into this week's news topics, which is we got a lot to cover. Yes, we do. We'd like to thank our sponsors for this episode, Calm, Candid, HelloFresh, and Quip. So let's jump into the first story here. This has been going viral. Yes. Um, for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. Rodney Reed is a 50-year-old man who was convicted and sentenced to die, so death row, in 1998 for uh, the rape and murder of a 19-year-old. Stacy Stites two years earlier and this is a big deal because there is a lot of evidence that shows that not only did he not not commit this crime but he could be completely innocent of any of the allegations against him yes and at this point this is becoming really dire I mean I'm not sure can you check where we're at with the 12 days I believe Oh, and the petitions, yeah, the petition's doing it's, well. I mean, by the time this podcast goes up, it's going to be under 10 days left till his execution mm -hmm. date. So people are panicking. And um, about three weeks ago, they had really no traction on this case. I mean, no one like, knew about it. But a couple celebrities, Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, people have been like vocal about it. And it's totally like launched it. So he has a chance. Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
we have some opinions on Dr. Phil, but hey, he does a lot for the crime world. Like I have respect for him. He really brought this case to light too. Yeah, I mean, too. if you using your platform, he to went and talked to him. He went on death. Dr. Phil went down there and talked to him on death row, and um, I mean, it's a really hard case because they're. I don't even know how to explain this. I guess I should just try to sum it up. Basically, Rodney was having a consensual relationship with Stacy. Yeah. And I mean, they were like hooking up on and off. He yeah. finally admitted to. But when they initially questioned him for her murder, he denied it, right? He denied yeah. he even knew her. So that was the first sketchy thing. But like, obviously, when. They're asking you, do you know this white woman who was murdered and you're a black man and you're in Texas? South Texas, yeah. You know, he was scared. So he he said that in his initial stuff, you know, and then he eventually came out and said, yes, we're actually having this relationship. Well, and she was engaged, about right. to get married. Yeah, to this right. other guy. So Police off. He was a police officer. Mm -hmm. Yep. White guy. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into him. But the evidence that they are really using to convict him and put him on death row is there were three heads of sperm found in her body, mm -hmm. but only three, like they didn't even have the the tail part, literally just the head. So they're like decomposing. And if he were to have, you know, raped her or something, there would be thousands, thousands. So by the time that they test, so they're going off of completely dirty DNA here, yeah, like ridiculous. Yeah. We just know better now. Right. This is not right. There's, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And this happens a lot too. this mm -hmm. exact scenario happens where, you know, they're just going off based upon the fact they find sperm right. in an individual that right. they automatically did, you know, yeah. the sexual assault to the victim. So this reminds me of Christina Worthington, yeah. which we covered. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a she had a relationship with her trash man mm -hmm. and they were, you know, hooking up. But because his DNA was in her body. And he's a black man. She's a white woman. I mean, some bullshit goes on. They kind of automatically lean to that. Him being a suspect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, use ridiculous DNA like this. So, I mean, there is also proof. There's there's several different things. They showed that her body was already at a decom decomposition point where it was probably about 10 hours by the time that police first checked her versus you know, the the people that have prosecuted him have claimed that this happened at three in the morning and they found her like right after mm -hmm. in this parking lot. So if you actually go by the forensics, it proves that he couldn't have even have been with her. He wasn't. There's an alibi for 10 hours earlier. He was not anywhere near her. But her husband, the big kicker here is her husband was later or her fiance, I guess they were Jimmy never married. Fennel. Jimmy Fennel. Well, he was eventually convicted of, I, I think, rape and kidnapping. Yeah, he already was charged. served 10 years. Yeah. I don't, is he currently in jail? I don't remember. Um, I think he is, but don't quote me on that. But it was very similar. Mm -hmm. What he was convicted for is very similar to what happened to his partner. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's plenty of evidence. There's, there's a lot more. We could probably do an episode on it. Enough to raise you know, reasonable doubt. Oh yeah. In this crime and in the conviction of Rodney. I think there's enough evidence to prove that Rodney's innocent. Like I think he never should. It's all based on a bunch of lies and mm -hmm. this is small town BS happening. Mm -hmm. 
And he's know. been in prison for 20 plus years for this. He's been on death row for 22 and a half years. It's crazy. Imagine man. sitting there waiting to die yeah. for 22 and a half years, wasting your life, especially knowing, thinking that you're innocent, knowing you're innocent. Knowing you didn't do anything. Right. And it makes sense, like, why people question. And, and it's so annoying because when I was sharing this petition online, everyone's been trying to get people to sign this. And I've had so many people that are like, this is irresponsible for you to share because there's DNA evidence that his sperm was in her. So he clearly raped her, but they don't understand like how that actually works and how you can like that stays in your body for days. Yeah. It, it doesn't does. prove that someone. It doesn't prove a timeline. No. You can't prove a timeline no. based upon bodily fluids inside of somebody. Yeah. In fact, the bodily fluids, the evidence here shows that he didn't do it. Like it mm -hmm. literally proves he couldn't have because it doesn't make sense. I mean, there would be more than three decomposed sperm in his, in her body. I think on the, to play devil's advocate, I think when people are saying that, it because you have to think about well if there you know she was raped then wouldn't there be his sperm there too Jimmy's sperm there well so, he may not have raped her right well yeah I mean well, but that, she did his, get raped that's it, the thing it, yeah I so know. how who did that then so could it have been that it was separate people or did he do it maybe he just you know there was no bodily fluids that I mean, that's probably well, we don't what even happened, know but. what they did as far as testing, because I mean, he worked on the force. He's known as a dirty cop. Even before this, there's rumors about him. So he could have definitely like had people protecting him or like doing like who knows what they were doing as far as testing. A lot of this was yeah, just it could even be because his it's old. and they just pinned it on him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but for all we know, but we know for a fact that if he raped her that night, there would be more than three half yeah. sperm oh yeah 100 percent. Yeah. that's just not possible yeah yeah they never bothered to test the murder weapon for evidence mm -hmm. but they also well one of the things though is that um he became a suspect in her murder after he was arrested for kidnapping beating and attempting to rape and murder yeah. another 19 year old woman right and she was abducted by like approximately six months after Stacy's murder, but mm -hmm. both of them, um, I guess worked and their work, I guess contained the same route or same, right. same road. They were in and the same were, geographic location. Right, exactly. To so where they were, they were like, murdered. Well, much. this kind of lines up with, yeah. And so, you know, maybe, which I'm like, yeah, but you got to look at everything else that's going on as well. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's just such a clear, you know, you, We've seen this happen so many times where the police either, you know, are just straight biased and mm -hmm. or racist against, mm -hmm. you know, somebody else or it's just incompetence. Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to collect all the evidence. They didn't realize how to investigate this type of crime. Yeah. And they just completely screwed the whole yeah. thing up, just completely missed so many things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a desperate attempt to try because. They want to close cases. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the cops want to close cases. It makes them look good. So mm -hmm. oftentimes, they'll just quickly jump to conclusions. Not all cases, but sometimes they jump to conclusions too quickly before examining all the evidence. And it's convenient. I mean, South Texas, there's going to be some racial prejudice down there probably. Yeah. Especially at that time oh, 100%. In, in history, 20-some years ago. Yeah, and I mean, it's still it happens now, a lot. Yeah. It really happens a lot. And I think it happens more than people even understand, even to this day. But especially oh, 20 years ago, I mean, this happened all the mm -hmm. time where they pin it on, you know, somebody completely mm -hmm. innocent that just happens to fit, you know, the yeah, stereotype or they that find they want. some type of evidence and they, you know, just go off. Yeah. That. Or they just automatically draw conclusions or like, oh, there's the DNA. Boom, yeah. Done. 
And yeah. at that time, DNA to get any DNA was like a big deal. So uh, that could that could be the other part of it too. Is just they found the DNA and they're like, well, that trumps everything else. So we're gonna roll with that, and That's it happens to be connected to him. Yeah. So we're gonna convict him. Oh yeah. Versus. Even, they didn't do even, proper interviews. They didn't do a lot of things that they should have done. And and then there were people that didn't say what they should have said back then. I mean, there have been witnesses that come forward in the last few weeks trying to help him yeah. that are like, you hey, know, coming whoa. against Jimmy right. with proof. Here's evi- more evidence to prove that it could have been Jimmy. Oh, there's so many. And that's the thing. There's just so many cases out there where there's just information floating around that yep. hasn't been collected or even followed up on by law enforcement. It's really, really sad that this happens. But I mean, and yeah, he was found guilty by an all white jury. I mean, how many times does that happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be I mean, it should be a law where there should be equal uh, representation, equal representation of, of on all ethnicity. Juries. Yeah, 100%. Why is that not a thing? I don't know. Because it's supposed to be like this random process. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the the problem is is that all of the systems and processes in place for yeah. getting a jury, you know, bringing something to trial and how the trial fo- unfolds is so antiquated mm-hmm. and hasn't worked for like probably a hundred years or so. Right. And just because our, our nation and the way that we live life has changed so much and how diverse it is. And there's so many different more factors in there were back in like the 17, 1800s where it was so basic, you know? So it's like, yeah, there should be, you know, laws in place that make sure you have, you know, if you're going to be tried somewhere for a crime, there should be equal representation of, you know, gender, ethnicity or some, there should just mm-hmm. be a more fair trial happening. Yeah. And there's not, you know, oftentimes there's not. So, but he's in there. Yeah. I think it's like 12 days. Well, it's today. November 20th that they're scheduled to execute. However, it's all, I mean, this has put a major stop on it. There's already um, 2.5 million signatures on this. They're going for three, 3 million. I checked it the other night and they, the goal was 2 million, I thought. So maybe they upped the goal, but I think like there's enough people now that I don't think this will, I mean, I don't want to speak. I don't know. And I hope I'm not wrong here, but I don't think this will go through. I at think least we'll not update. right now. Yeah. At least we're not right now. I think it will be delayed. Um, because there's, there's a lot. They're going to have to. Oh, yeah. can you imagine if they fall through yeah. with this? I mean, I don't think they will. I mean, let's hope I, I'd hate to speak wrongly about that. Um, but from what I've heard from experts and stuff, they, they don't think at this point. I think it's it's in the hands of the Supreme Court right now before it can go back to Texas and then they can make the final decision. It's so complicated, but uh, and yeah, and by the time that this podcast goes up, it'll pro- there'll probably be a new update. It just seems like a no brainer though to it, in these cases where people have been in jail for twenty plus years and their new evidence comes about, yeah, or you know people come forward and start speaking about that that you automatically just especially if you already have an execution date set, like I know. you should automatically shut that down and at least, you know, give it another six months or a year or whatever to look into it Yeah, because things change. And I mean, I know why isn't it that we recognize or the criminal justice system recognizes like cold cases get solved 50, hundred years later and, and things complete, you know, completely get flipped. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. I don't even know where, what my point is here, but we need a major overhaul of our criminal justice system is your point. Pretty much. It's just like sentencing someone to death that clearly, you know, there's enough evidence to suggest that he may not have even done the crimes he's been committed for. I think warrants shutting it down and at least putting a hold on it until they look into it. I mean, imagine what it would feel like to just be like waiting to 
to die knowing you didn't do it. I mean, it's kind of like the Salem witch trials being accused of something and dying for that must just feel, I can't imagine what you'd be thinking at the end of your life. And that was like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And here we are today. I know it's still happening. I know. So yeah. Free Rodney. Yes. So you can sign the petition by going to free Rodney read.com and that's read R E E D.com slash sign. Or you can just go to free Rodney actually. So this next story that happened uh, just recently is is very sad warning. And but at the same time, I think it has brought some awareness to a much, much larger issue. And that is the Mexican cartel. Yes. So if you haven't heard about this, which I'm sure all of you guys have in some way, shape or form. But nine members of an American family, including six children, were killed in an attack in northern Mexico uh, this past Monday, November 4th. And they were, it was three women and a bunch of kids traveling in three separate cars. They're actually U.S. citizens, but they live in a Mormon community, community in Mexico called La Mora. Um, so they go between, they're dual citizens and they go back and forth between the border. And if you've ever been to the border towns of Mexico, um, especially it like, like Juarez, like I went to Juarez years, I mean, probably like 10 years ago. And when I, I distinctly remember going there and you went on a missions trip. Yeah, I went I went with my church um, to go because it's such a it's a crazy place. But we were going there to like build houses like these little houses for people because people literally live in boxes there and like nothing have nothing. Don't step on the, sorry, um, the cat's about to like stand on the blood test. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you fly down there? No, we drove. Okay. What was that like? I was always Wild. been curious. I, I'm honestly, what was it like crossing the border? Yeah. yeah I'm honestly surprised that we even went. Like a bunch of kids yeah. in vans. Kind of dangerous. Definitely. So you get to El Paso. We stayed the night in El Paso. And then the next morning, I remember going across the border. And like we had all these vans. And they made us file out all of, out of all the vans. And they searched all of the church vans. Wow. Opened up all the yeah. trailers that we had. I mean, that's that happens all the time at the border. Mm-hmm. But then going across, I remember driving through town and just cars going every which way. It was just like chaos. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah. And then we were staying in a compound. There was like this warehouse we had to, we weren't like, nobody knew exactly what the address or where it was, just this warehouse building kind of out of town. And there was like a concrete wall with a gate all the way around it. Oh my God. Um, because it's that dangerous out there that, you know, and at that time it wasn't as crazy as it is now, but we stayed there. And I distinctly remember driving out of town and you'd just see like, clearly cartel members really? on the streets, machine guns. They'd have like oh skull masks on and they're just yeah. like staring. And you're just like, what Holy the hell's shit. going on? And then you drive past the uh, in town and there's police officers drinking beers, just chilling at the, you know, at the, at the different places in the market and stuff. And it's just crazy, especially it's especially now it's complete lawlessness. And that's exactly what happened in this family is they got caught. The cartel mistake them as far as we know for, other another cartel gang it was like two cartel gangs going at it and they got caught in the middle and killed all these people and they actually went and you know to pull people out of it and they i think they ended up letting some of the kids go the gunmen were like probably like oh shit we just killed a bunch of americans and you know that they ended up letting some of the kids go and jesus this one kid walked miles for help and they have gunshot wounds and that's so it's just so crazy. terrifying the family thinks that they were like attacked though well think they were targeted yeah, and, that and they actually were, taken yeah, out actually yeah. like taken out on purpose really? and it wasn't like a oops but right because of the fact that some kids were like oh that's what people think like oh well did they realize that it wasn't a cartel and um, 
and then they let them go. Oh, this story is so upsetting. I like couldn't even like read about it. Yeah, it's it's very um just crazy to think that what these people went through. I mean, like little kids were. I mean, and their cars were shot up with tons of bullets. Oh, yeah. Like oh, my one gosh, car looks that's like so it got scary. burned out. And it stuff. did. It got lit on fire. Yeah, literally lit on fire. God. Yeah. And so this has created a huge like it's brought a lot of awareness to this dark reality that is the oh cartel God. and yeah if you've never seen cartel land and you're interested in like actually seeing what they're all about it's very in-depth it's graphic as well but it really gives you an idea of how ruthless these gangs are and just how lawless some areas of mexico are and th- what's crazy is the mexican government's like not really doing much they're they're the way that they're dealing with the cartel now is literally like they're trying to take a peace approach. They're not even like trying to actively shut them down and arrest them. They're just oh like God. hugs for bullets is what they call it. What? Or hugs and bullets or something is what their initiative uh, is called. And the cartel are like, what? They're like, thank you. We're running our own shit. Yeah, they're that's, literally that's like. That's basically like we give up. I mean, hugs, yeah. not bullets. Hugs, not bullets. Yeah. Well, I don't want to speak badly about it if I don't understand the program. But that doesn't sound like a great approach to no me. and i mean a lot of people don't like the approach to it because but at the same time they're thinking like we can minimize attacks on innocent people if we kind of work with them a little bit versus mm, just maybe. trying to go after them and and shut them down but <sighs> the bottom line is it doesn't seem like they have the resources and capabilities to take of them taking down. them down and it's gotten so out of control infiltrated they're everything. so powerful they've infiltrated everything. well it's extremely corrupt so people who are playing both sides right. are you know running around and yeah, benefiting from both sides essentially, like mm-hmm. good cop, bad cop. Totally terrifying. Working there's you just don't even know who to trust, and exactly it's completely, they've completely taken over. And and this is um, actually the president started tweeting about this and stuff, and it's just saying that like we're here, ready to get involved. And uh, some of the Republican senators are saying we should take we should make the cartel and flip them from like a criminal organization to an actual terrorist, a foreign terrorist organization. Which would mean that the U.S. military could get involved and actually start fighting the cartel, and that would change things. And and go into Mexico and do special ops operations like we've done in Syria and and you know <laughs> uh, Afghanistan and some of those countries, but do it in Mexico and and assist the Mexican government with cleaning the cartel up because well, it's going to get to the point where like we start. I mean, it already is coming to our country for sure. You know. Oh, like absolutely. The cartels yeah. everywhere. If you ever yeah. watch uh, Sixty Days in Narco Land, so it's going to become a North American problem. It's already. You know? Oh, it's a huge American. The DEA is fighting the cartel every day. Mm-hmm. Most of the illegal drugs, fentanyl, um, heroin, mm-hmm. a lot of the opioid stuff is. Canada will probably have to get involved too. You know, step yeah. up. Everyone's going to have to. Well, it's like our backyard is burning. Right. And we're not doing anything about it. We're just kind of sitting there like looking through our fence being like, what's going yeah. on? But yeah, so it's crazy. You got to be really careful if you're going to especially border towns and certain places in Mexico. Always check, you know, the U.S. Department. Um, I forget which department it is, but for travel warnings mm-hmm. um, and actually see which yeah. states in Mexico are dangerous because there's a lot down there and they'll they'll target you too just for being american and things like that so you have to be really careful it's really crazy it's horrible what happened to this family and they have a gofundme we will link it below if you would like to donate yes yes but our thoughts are are go out to that family for sure yes that's really really hard to lose literally all these kids have no mothers now it's it's really sad oh my gosh i can't even think about it It makes me so fucking sad i know 
uh, this world is too hard to deal with sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. But um, this next one is uh, about Michelle Carter. Yeah. So this is a case that like I it's always been like, uh, I guess you could say near and dear to my heart in a way. Like I've always been really interested in this case and have followed it for a long time because it was one of the first true crime cases I covered on my channel. And so I got super into researching it. And if you haven't heard this story since, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say go watch my video because since I've did a video on it, there's been documentaries. There's been, I think, two different documentaries. Uh, they're called something. Do you remember, Janelle? I love you now die. I love you now die. But they've also released another part that shows a lot of Michelle. And when I did my video on this, I was very, very angry at Michelle. And I think everyone is. Basically, if you've not heard of this, this was a 19-year-old. The two of them, I mean, they were both uh, struggling with mental illness. I guess he actually was 18. She was 17. They're young people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teenagers. And they were both really struggling. And that's what they've come out recently with was Michelle was dealing with a lot of mental health issues as, as well. Yeah. And they were both on depression medications Mm. and they don't know if this could have contributed to both of their behavior is the new argument. But when I covered it, I was very like down with Michelle, like very angry because she basically coerced him into killing himself through text messages, emails. And when you first hear about this, people are like, well, how can you like make someone do that? Why is that your fault? How could someone be liable? Right. Take a text message and apply it to your life and do something. Yeah. yeah. But when you look at the extent of how thought out it was, Michelle had this whole vision pic- pictured about how she was going to be this victim of someone who lost their boyfriend to suicide so much so that she was literally quoting parts from Glee. Wow. Remember? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's the, that one character in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he actually died in real life. Right. Yeah. But there was in the show, there was, grieving and everything like that Mm -hmm. as well and she used lines from glee after he passed away as part of her facebook posts and it was all about her when he passed away Mm -hmm. in fact she she wanted it to be on a certain date so it would it would fall in line with her story more so she was like forcing him to do it like towards the end she was really pressuring him like you need to do this now now like they they got to the point where it was so hardcore you need to kill yourself the world will be better but i love you and blah, mm-hmm. blah, like Evil. it's honestly the most insane thing like we really should do a podcast episode on it i'd like to go back and look at this but there's basically the recent news is that michelle's being let out of jail um well i think is it official yet no she um i believe her release original yeah her original release date yeah. was on may 5th of 2020 but yeah it's like two months early she's having really good behavior and so it could be as soon as march 3rd so like three months early yeah so and and they're basically like a lot of people have changed their opinions since seeing the newer documentaries i guess which i haven't had time to watch myself i'd really like to watch everything and then come back to this and do like another podcast or something um but i mean people have the argument that she wasn't well either and she was on medication too and she was young and it depends on who you ask because Conrad's mom feels like she should stay in there the full amount of time. I don't blame her because she only did get two and a half years, but it's like such a complex issue, you know? Yeah. And especially in the age of technology, you know, it's like how far right. do you take electronically sent messages right. and like Facebook and stuff like to right. what degree is that the same as me saying that to your face or like, you right. know, holding a weapon to you and be like, you do this right now or something like, is it the same severity or is it lesser? More room for forgiveness here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is like, I do have sympathy for the fact that she's young. She's 17. 
she is struggling with mental illness. I mean, clearly you're not right in your head if you like do this and you like think that this is going to somehow work out well for you and no one's going to see your text messages. And like, she didn't think any of this out. So like as horrible as it is, I do understand why people feel that she should get out early, you know? So it'll be interesting, but it's only three months. It's not going to make a huge difference either way, but it's like at the end of the day, she's going to, she's learned a lesson by going in there. I think is three months going to make a difference Yeah, in her, you know, in the long they say that she's had like excellent behavior and that's why because i think Mm -hmm. recently in september she um or her um team was trying to get her early release much sooner right um, on yeah like i don't want to say parole i'm not sure something like that or house arrest or something Something, yeah and it was denied it was denied they were like no you need to sit in there and then because she's been such had really great behavior and everyone's been very she's been very polite to everyone is what they're saying and just like listening and not causing an issue so they're yeah. like okay well you can be out for three months yeah or whatever well they basically interviewed his mom and she said you know i forgive her i can i can forgive her but i think she should get the full sentence and like i understand that too so well yeah i mean as the victim's mother she's mm-hmm. obviously gonna want something in exchange mm-hmm. for losing her son and again, look into this case before you make a, you know, opinion on it because we're really glazing yeah. over this. I mean, they wouldn't just yeah. convict her of this if there was just a few text messages. Right. It was a it's lot. Crazy. It was a whole story. I think story. it was like 20,000 20, plus 000. text messages. Yeah, like, yeah it's crazy. It's a lot. It goes, it it's goes abuse. really She deep. was on the it's phone abuse. with him oh, totally. while it was happening. Yeah, she, she listened she to him let die. Him die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the phone. Mm-hmm. She told him how to do it. I mean, and she was pushing him like, do it yeah. now, do it yeah. now, do it now. Like it was all to fit her. So I see both sides. I mean, either way, it's not going to make much of a difference. It's no, three months. I mean, either way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, then meanwhile, people like Rodney Reed are about to get put, you know, like it, it's just the justice system doesn't It make works much for sense. some and not for the others. Right. That's how it, it goes. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. But let's go ahead and get into blood because. Yeah. Sorry. That was my a long... blood is back and i'm feeling better good see i this is why i was like we gotta do it beforehand because if we talk if you do the blood test and then we just talked about blood you'd probably pass out yeah yeah so now you've had a nice break okay (laughs) but before we get into blood we'd like to thank our first sponsors for today so when you look down at your wrists or you feel your wrists you can feel that little pulse and you know that you're alive because blood is running through your body and keeping you going and it's a couple gallons of it too yeah between one to two gallons per human think about two like milk jugs of blood and you don't think about it (laughs) don't think about it too much or you fall over but you know i was just thinking about this is weird because i was thinking about this the other night i was just laying in bed you know feeling good and all of a sudden i started thinking about how (laughs) is it that we have these (laughs) microscopic veins you're thinking about a vein he had some eddies, by the way. That's yeah. what he meant by that. <laughs> that sounded good. so fucking I was feeling weird. good. Anyway. Yes. yes. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yes. Um, but I was just thinking about all your, the amount of veins, you know, like in anatomy class and in school and stuff. They yeah. Like, you know, rip back the layers of the human body. Oh, I hated that. And, or, you know, there's that one exhibit that you go to and it's like all the cadavers. We went to the museum, I think, and saw it. Yes. Remember that? And they have like a bunch of cadavers of real human yes. bodies without yep. skin and everything else and but fetuses can, and oh it's cool it's called the hall of life it moves around the country i'm pretty sure no not the hall that's not what it's called it's a, it was a special exhibit yeah it, moves it was around. in the hall of life 
at oh. our museum. No, but there is one that moves around that. Yeah, yeah. Is it not called Hall of Life? I don't know. No. Janelle, tell us what it is. Um, okay. <laughs> I think we saw it in Vegas too when we were at the Luxor. Dead Body yeah. Moving Museum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Dead Body Museum. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. But it really blew my mind because when you look at that, yes, it's called Bodies or something. I think yeah. so. Yes, that's what it is. But yeah. it literally shows you all of the yeah. veins that are re- they like reconstructed it so you can see every vein in your mm-hmm. body. It's and real where bodies, it runs yeah. and. It's just wild to think about two gallons of blood is running through thousands of these microscopes, you know, these yeah. really small veins Complex all across as your body, hell. moving it up and down and around. And they're and, all like almost all alive. Like it's, it's really and wild. your heart's like pumping it and like yeah. pumping it through. It's like a bunch of freeways almost yeah. running yeah. through your body. So complex. You like think there must be a higher power or something <laughs> that created us, right? Like. Or, yeah, or a know. computer or a robot or something. <laughs> something, man, because like, it's complex it looks, as hell. Yeah, it's like... We're perfectly symmetrical. Right? I know, it's weird. Our bodies freak me out sometimes. I'm like, it's a little too perfect. I feel like we should have ended up with like a weird horn somewhere <laughs> or something if it was just evolution. Yeah. You know? Or tails. tails. Yeah. We used to have tails. <laughs> yeah. Some people do, dude. Some people have that. They have like oh, a really? little bone Wait, back or there. is that just from that fucking movie? Is that just from Shallow Hal? Is no, that real? No, I'm Can you look up if you can have that? I think you can have a tail. In wow. Shallow Today's Hal. Google's is great. Janelle's probably never seen Shallow Hal. Oh, it's a classic. She doesn't watch any movies. Jack no. Black. When never, heard never heard of it. Never heard of it. It was my first PG-13 movie and I watched it with I my mom. I think it was for me too. Was... I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, this is like porn. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Spazzing out. That's a great movie. I know it is. I love that movie. We should watch that. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure as a, like, I think it says, while tails are very rare in humans, a temporary tail-like structure can be found in yeah. human embryo, though. But oh. most people oh. aren't born with a tail because the structure disappears or absorbs into the body. But you can't just have like a little stub there, like in the movie. Because in the movie, like type in shallow hell stub tail thing. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we're so How off are we topic. getting off topic now? <laughs> but yeah, the body is incredibly complex. It is really trippy to think about. And especially that we all have so, like our... The fact that our DNA tells us so much about us, that our blood tells us so much about us, and we're all so unique down to we have fingerprints that are all different. Mm-hmm. Like the human body is, there's got to be more to it. There's got to be a rhyme or reason to life and why we're here because of how complex we are. Like the fact that we can use our fingerprint and you can put that down and they'll know exactly who the fuck you are is honestly mind-blowing. And that, that we have all these blood types and you can trace it all back. I mean, it's really really interesting to think about it really makes you think maybe there's a creator it yeah. really does or a reason or something i mean i or just something. don't think we just ended up like this i don't think we just were like boom yeah you know and it's interesting how like all living things pretty much have blood yeah have mm-hmm. some form of blood uh, it's like you know it's the oil to the engine in a sense yeah. like it keeps everything all the muscles and joints and everything moving and it keeps your brain, it keeps everything alive. Right. At the end of the day, without blood, you're dead. You know, you're mm-hmm. not you're not alive. You can't survive without it. And if you lose too much, you you can't survive either. So it's just a I don't know, it's such a trippy thing to think about. It really is. And then not only that, you know, it's this blood red substance, blue for some, but No. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. But there's four <laughs> different types of blood. A, B, a, B, or O. Four different types. So you're either RH negative or RH positive, which the term RH means rhesus or the rhesus monkey. Mm-hmm. 
So basically, if you have Rh-positive blood, you can be traced back to the rhesus monkey. Mm-hmm. So Janelle here is a monkey. She can be traced back. A lot of you probably are. But you and I, we can't be traced back to the rhesus monkey. We are Rh negative. We do not have the Rh factor. Well, I'm not sure about you, but I know about me. <laughs> I definitely don't have it. So that's the big thing here is what's up with this Rh factor? And if if you can't trace it back, that means that, you know, that ruins Darwinism. That ruins, what am I trying to say? Well, it just ruins science, basically. Yeah, yeah. The That's scientific theory that everything came, well, we'll get into that because Rh negative blood didn't originate from the same area that everyone else did, aka Sub Saharan Africa. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. So, yeah. where did it come from? So, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's like you can explain that theory. It works for positive blood people, but Rh negative, I mean, it just makes no sense. You can't trace it back to anything. Mm-hmm. So, people, this is where the theories have come. Yes. The conspiracies. But they're pretty compelling stuff here. I mean, this isn't just some bullshit. This is pretty interesting to look at. Apparently, RH negative blood looks a little bit different from RH positive blood. Um, RH positive having a more bright red color to it. And yeah. then negative uh, has a little bit deeper, more bluish purple hue. But in the United States alone, approximately 85% of the population has RH positive, only 15% have arch negative right it's very interesting that it's such a big split there you know it's like I know. why i know why is it such a huge split why would it be more closer to like 50 50 right which is very bizarre it is so when determining blood types actually uh there's different types of antigens on the blood cells and antigens are essentially proteins on the surface of the blood cells that can cause a response from the immune system so the reason why it's important to know your blood type is because when it comes to blood transfusion Anyone who is Rh positive can receive blood from someone who is Rh negative, but those with negative blood types cannot receive from anyone with positive blood. Mm-hmm. So, and that's weird too, isn't it? Like, why is it that one way it works, but then the other it doesn't work? Right. Why isn't it, you know, synonymous? Why aren't they both work the same way? And O blood is actually considered to be universal because every blood type, Rh negative or not, can accept this type of blood. And again, why is there a universal type and why is there, why don't we all have a universal type? Why is it so different and unique for every person? I know. Well, if we're all the same, then why is it so it's different? It's so weird that some of them just like don't work together, but then O negative can work for anything. Like it's just, it's so confusing. I wish someone would like actual, like a medical degree was here to explain this right now. But yeah, it is confusing. My dad is O negative and he used to donate all the time because of that. So. And it works it's interesting how it works with pregnant women, right? Like, right. Basically, if you are an RH negative mother and you get pregnant with a positive baby, then you have to have these shots. Now, me and Janelle have been so confused the last couple of days because my mom swears that she had the shots. She says she told me today again. I know that I had the shots because I would not have known about the RH factor without having to go through all this. Yeah. But my dad's O negative. My mom's A negative. So that means you are negative. So yeah, there was no reason. So the only thing we can come up with is maybe they don't, my mom says she doesn't remember my dad getting a test. My dad also said he doesn't remember getting a test. They probably didn't know and just did a precaution. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe my mom didn't know his or I don't know. They lived out in the country back then. Like they lived really far from the doctor. So I don't know. Maybe they didn't have like to have him come in and test or something like that. Well, I I think when you're negative, if the mom is negative, then they're automatically like, 
unless it's 100% sure that the father is also negative, they're like, okay, well, let's give you the shot because Just it can't be like safe. hurt you if you're, if your mom, yeah, exactly. That's kind of our theory we've thing, come up with. Like. I'm not, we're not sure that we're that's not 100% sure how it works. None of us have ever, really we just gone can't through the experience figure ourselves. out why my mom would have had the shot otherwise, unless they just did it to be precautionary, yeah, but not sure exactly. It doesn't really make sense unless she doesn't remember it right, which is possible. I mean, it was, uh, how old am I? 26 years ago, 27 years ago. So, because what can happen if you know you don't get those shots? Right, that, <laughs> that's the interesting part. That's the part. biggest part to it. Is sorry, I didn't even explain that. But basically, if you are Rh negative, you get pregnant with a positive, your body's going to react as if it's like an alien, that it's a infected object, toxic, yeah. toxic, mm-hmm. and start attacking it, and your baby won't survive. So that's why all women are. What is it around twelve weeks or twenty? Twenty eight weeks? weeks. Yeah, twenty eight weeks. You have to go in and get this test. Shot of Rh immunoglobin. So maybe you save me from the shot by being negative. No, they'll still test you though. From yeah, I'm sure they'll want to be for sure before they just say "Ah, they'll probably test him as well. No, I'm saying they save he maybe he saved me from a shot. Yeah, by being negative. Right, but they have to confirm he's negative. But couldn't two negatives make a positive? I don't believe two negatives can make a positive. This is complicated, guys. No, no, no. It's not. It doesn't work like that. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's two negatives equal a negative. Yeah, for sure. Because mine was definitely like mine because my parents are A and O neg. Then I was definitely okay. Yeah, it carries on to it's not like your offspring. It's it's not like atoms. Yeah, or it's not like math where it's protons and neutrons opposite. Yeah. All right, we're talking. About- <laughs> sounds so dumb. I don't know what Adams you're talking about. Adams. People are probably listening to this like, what the fuck? They're like, <laughs> I'm right there with you guys. I'm, I'm totally confused. All right, so hopefully we're making this make any sense to you guys. It is so confusing, right? And we don't know for sure, like, if we're saying this all right. But this is kind of interesting, and I don't know if this is even 100 percent true or not, because I don't think it applies to everybody as Rh negative blood. But apparently, if you have Rh negative blood then oftentimes you have characteristics such as higher IQs, lower heart rate. Not me. Blue, green, or hazel eyes. Me. Reddish hair. Not me. Extra sympathetic or empathetic. Sorry. Me. Sensitivity to heat and sunlight. Highly tuned senses. An extra vertebrae. Sensitive vision. And elevated intuition. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You, Kendall, for sure. Yep. And I mean, it's not, you're not all of these things, but if you have some of these characteristics in it, it's more, it lines up more with somebody with Rh negative blood. And if I have Rh negative blood, then it kind of makes sense. Some of these make sense for me, like sensitivity to heat and sunlight. Absolutely. I'm not even sure. Don't you have high blood pressure, Kendall? Yes, I do. Yes. That's one of the characteristics, either very high or very low blood Mm -hmm. pressure. Yes, usually not. My mom has it, just runs in our family. Interesting. You're extra empathetic too. I am. And it's like my biggest fatal flaw, man. <laughs> it's like my, the greatest thing about me and the worst thing about me at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It sucks. sucks. <laughs> you take on those feelings hard. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's, yeah. I can't separate anything. People that have it may have psychic abilities. And some have even experienced alien abductions. And people oh. believe this because it might be the blood type of some type of hybrid alien species. So they naturally attract their family members to them <laughs> because of their RH negative blood, which we'll talk about that more in a minute. But it's just interesting to look at the history as far as what we know about where did RH negative blood actually come from. And up until the 15th century, actually, RH, blood, RH negative blood only existed in Europe. 
Spain, and France. Isn't that fascinating? Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting you can trace it like that. Yeah, to Europe. It's very weird. Because they have the highest population of people with Argentine blood. And when looking at people who come from African or Asian descent, it's been found that a very small percentage of those people have Rh negative, about 1% for Asian and 3% for African. That's also very interesting. So the fact that this blood was originating from Europe is extremely weird and doesn't make mm-hmm. sense considering scientists believe that all humans originated from sub-Saharan Africa. So specifically, Rh negative blood in Europe originated from a community in Spain known as Basque. And this area is located in the Pyrenees mountain range. Where Mr. Oaks is from, our Pyrenees puppy. We just got a great Pyrenees. Go check him out at Mile Higher Zoo. Yeah. (laughs) Which we just did a DNA test for him and we found out he was 100% Pyrenees. Yeah. We We thought he was mixed with something else. The rescue told us he was only 75%. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, But the Pyrenees mountain range lies between Spain and France. And what's crazy is that in Basque, the language that spoke has no known linguistic relatives and it's only spoken by about 660,000 people. That's really wild. They have no, you know, it's such a strange dialect almost. Has no, it's not related because most languages by now have broke off of another exactly, one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. But this is like some bizarre um, linguistic Specific. strain. Mm-hmm. But Basque is known to have the most people with Rh negative blood. Actually, up to 35% of the Basque people are Rh negative, which is over double the percentage in the US and other areas of the world. That's crazy. They're all centralized there. Yeah. Why? It doesn't really I make know. sense. But then at the same time, it kind of does. It's like, hmm, mm-hmm. gets your mind going. Mm-hmm. So it's known that RH positive blood um, is linked to apes. And human DNA is over 95% the same DNA as apes are. So obviously, the majority of us have the same blood type as apes. And not only that, but 95% of the same DNA. But right. RH negative. Just so much. Isn't the same way. Yeah. You can't trace the DNA nope. uh, of Rh negative, which nope. is very weird. Yes. Um, especially considering that many, many of our U.S. presidents and world leaders have Rh negative blood. Now, this is probably the most fascinating part of this whole theory. This is the most compelling part. When I tell people about this theory in person, I always tell them about this part mm-hmm. or I'll throw this theory this at them and people can't believe it. I mean, it's pretty shocking. So there's a lot of rumors surrounding whether or not all these presidents and world leaders actually have Rh negative blood because most of the records aren't available or have been lost. Obviously, we can't go back and look at some of the early, early presidents' medical records and stuff. Right. Like, George Washington, what kind of blood type was he? Which you I, know? Well, we didn't. We don't know his for sure. Um, I think we do, actually. I think we do, actually, yeah. Oh. Well, and one thing that's important to keep in mind is that just because they're from the same bloodline doesn't mean they all have the same blood type. Right. You can be related. You and yeah. I are related. By mm-hmm. blood. We're cousins, and mm-hmm. I believe I have positive, you have negative. Right. So, you know. Which is kind of more of like a figure of speech, I feel like, to be blood relatives. Yeah, because aren't we all when it comes down to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. We're all relatives when it comes down to well, it. Well, except for you RH negative freaks. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know about you. <laughs> But just some of the examples of presidents and leaders that are Rh negative blood include George Bush Sr., George W. Bush, Nixon, Eisenhower, Bill Clinton, and of course, Donald Trump. T. So, wow. Yep. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. Out of the 15% that have Rh negative blood, that all of these leaders have it. Mm-hmm. 
one interesting example actually has to do with Obama, President Obama. And genealogists were able to go back nine generations in his family, and they discovered that President Obama is linked to Dick Cheney, Sarah Palin, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and William Howard Taft. They're all very connected. If you think about that for a second, that's kind of crazy to think about, especially since, you know, President Obama is half African-American. So how could he possibly be related to like Dick Cheney and Sarah Palin? I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I think if you go... Somewhere along the line. Go far back enough. You can. Mm-hmm. Right. Who knew? You and Dick Cheney cousins? You know, uh, listen, <laughs> the, uh, I don't think I'm going to family reunion. Uh, I don't know how I'll, how I'll be greeted. What, what, did, what did you make of that? For those who don't know this, so, so Lynn Cheney, the vice yeah. president's wife, has been doing some genealogy right. connected to her latest book. And right. lo and behold, way back, what, eight generations eight ago? Eight generations You and Mr. Cheney apparently have some distant relative. <laughs> in connect- what did you make of that story when it came You know, out? I actually knew about it because somebody had done some genealogy before. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they had sent it to me, this long sheet. And, you know, had all these famous names, you know, Mark Twain and this and that and the other. And then Dick Cheney. And I, I took a pause. And, you know, I, I just said, well, you know, as long as uh, as long as he's OK with it, I'm, I'm OK with it, too. This is really bizarre. But out of all the U.S. presidents, 34 of them have been discovered as genetic descendants from just one person. Yep. Charlemagne, the brutal eighth century king of the Franks. And in addition, 19 of them directly descended from King Edward III of England. So all of these people come back to these common ancestors. In fact, the presidential candidate with the most royal genes has won every single American election. So if you think about that for a second, and there's this whole conspiracy theory so of like the royal families ultimately control america if you think mm-hmm. about it because if it goes that when we broke off from britain that we never, we really, never really broke, broke off, off because it's all royal bloodlines of of these european countries and, and mm-hmm. especially england so which is really weird isn't it and it's like it makes you wonder about things a lot so think about that guys in every single election the person with the most royal blood has won like bar none is that just coincidence that that's happening or no, it's something else. Mm. There's something deeper going tea. on. Yeah. Ooh, tea. That's when you put your conspiracy hat on and you start thinking critically about it. And your conspiracy sweatshirt. Yeah. Well, that will be dropping on the merch stores. Yeah. And look at the bloodlines that we've talked about in the past. The five bloodlines that we mentioned before. Yes, right. And you look at who those people are. The Bushes, the Kennedys. You know, yes. the Morgans and all of them probably have royal ancestors. They probably all have Rh negative blood. Mm-hmm. See if you're able to find out JP Morgan's blood type. Is it somewhere? It might be somewhere. I don't know. I can't imagine or like that information is out or, there. Yeah. Uh, Rothschild. DuPont. DuPont's DuPont's. Yeah. I bet you anything they have common ancestors that include these. I mean, if mm-hmm. all of these people, Dick Cheney and stuff, have, yeah. then I guarantee you that they're probably related to these right. uh, monarchs. It's really wild. So according to Burke's Peerage, which is the Bible of aristocratic genealogy based in London, every presidential election in America since and including George Washington in 1789 has been won by the candidate with the most British and French royal genes. So of the 42 presidents uh, up until Clinton, 33 have been related to two people, Alfred the Great, King of England and Charlemagne, the most famous monarch of France. And it, then it goes on, 19 of them are related to England's Edward III, who has 2,000 blood connections to Prince Charles. 
Interesting. That's crazy. Same goes with the banking families. George Bush and Barbara Bush are from the same bloodline. Also part of the five the five mm-hmm. most powerful families. Mm-hmm. The Pierce bloodline, which changed its name from Percy when it crossed the Atlantic. Percy is one of the aristocratic families of Britain to this day. And there's actually this really interesting diagram that kind of lays out all the connections and and it really connects to other celebrities and other political figures and so the person that is there is george w bush uh jr in the middle and you can see how he's related to all these other people i mean 11th cousins with obama dude he's related to vlad the impaler (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's weird 32 generations removed brad pitt diana monroe princess diana princess diana pocahontas so, I mean, all over the fucking place. Abraham Lincoln, Celine Dion, <laughs> just Marilyn Cousins. Monroe. Wonder if they hang out. So, when you connect all the dots, it really does make you think about the it's fact that these, you know, royal families really do exist. And there is ties between all these elite figures in our governments and entertainment. I mean, it really spreads beyond just politics, really. It goes into all facets of, of life. As you can see from the diagram, which is really interesting, and they're all in this elite bloodline together. But we are too. <laughs> or at least I am. So what it seems like they've actually done is that they've placed bloodline members on both sides of America's political system. Because you've got, you know, leaders yeah. on both the right and the left, mm-hmm. but ultimately they're all connected, they're all related. They're you know, they could all be in cahoots for all we know. Damn, isn't and, that what we're starting to figure out, guys, mm-hmm. by doing all these you know, families. And I mean, it's so obvious they're all in cahoots. Mm-hmm. And it's not even, you know, it's not even like this crazy conspiracy. Like this is fact. This is yeah. history. Right. This is actual connections being made between all these people. Yep. And I mean, obviously whether or not they're up to something or they've been controlling things or all of that. I mean, that's up for debate, but, or is it? Yeah. It doesn't really I mean, seem like it. it's pretty fucking the obvious. They own everything. They, I mean, gosh, we could just go on and on and on. This podcast, will yeah, never this end, can turn but... into something entirely different than blood. Yeah, because now we're really talking about now so we're going related. into like the Illuminati bloodlines yeah. and all of that. Yeah, so. and I mean, we have full episodes on that. We'll link them below mm-hmm. if you do not know about that. But I mean, it's really glaringly obvious when you know the truth. And like all of this stuff is just such a, it's shocking to find out like how how many. I mean, I really want to show this video of yeah. this girl. She did amazing girl. work. So, a few years ago, there was this 12-year-old girl. I know I'm not going to say this name right. I think it's Bergine. Yeah, that's my guess. Bergine Davayon. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Have fun like making fun of me for that shit. Well, anyway, she is very, very, very smart for a 12-year-old and discovered that all of the presidents, except for Martin Van Buren, who was the eighth president, are all related to King John. And King John is the one who signed the Magna Carta Boom. in 1215. Boom. Now, that's fucking crazy. So we're going to play the, the clip of her. It's pretty remarkable stuff. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, William Howard Taft, and President Barack Obama. One young girl traced them all back to one common ancestor. They're all cousins and all grandsons of John Lachlan. It's the first family tree of its kind, pouring through more than half a million names for months. 12-year-old Bridge Anne D'Avignon discovered that all the U.S. presidents, except Martin Van Buren, are related to the former king of England, John Lachlan Plantagenet. 
signer of the Magna Carta in 1215. Mildred Reed is his first great-grandmother on George Washington. And on Obama, Mildred Reed is the 10th great-grandmother. So that's the royal bloodlines, and obviously there really is an original royal bloodline mm -hmm. that all of these elites come from, and they're way more connected than we think and probably even know, which is kind of creepy and scary. Very. But let's talk about where RH negative blood came from, because that's like the most interesting part about this is where the hell did this come from? How did it even come into existence? Why does it why do we have it? Why is it only 15% of people? But before we talk about that, we'd like to thank our last sponsors for today. So where did RH negative blood come from? We don't know. And scientists really don't know either because they believe it's just some weird genetic mutation <laughs> that happened somewhere along the line in history. Um, you know, that's why there's just a small percentage of people that have it. I don't buy that which, shit. I may not be a scientist, but that know. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, it's just a big question mark. Yeah. No one understands this. One of the biggest theories, though, honestly, around this is that RH negative blood could have came from extraterrestrials. It's possible that this blood type is from somewhere outside of our Earth, possibly yeah. our solar system. Mm -hmm. It could be some other an intergalactic type of, of blood type that somehow made it to Earth. And when you think about that, you have to consider what the Sumerians believed in, and that's this mm -hmm. extraterrestrial race, pretty much gods, known as the Anunnaki. We've got an episode on that too. We do. Link below. Really love talking about that stuff. Mm -hmm. I know, I do too. It's so fascinating. And they worshipped and believed in these ancient extraterrestrial race of beings. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much saying that they came to this planet and taught them how to create a successful society, how to create advanced technology, that they actually had really super advanced technology, you know, things that we wouldn't even think that the Sumerians would have. Because when you think about the Sumerians, the oldest civilization known to to in existence mm -hmm. you think that they were super primitive and that they would have been right. like some caveman type shit out yeah there. but in reality it was really quite the opposite because they knew a, a vast amount of knowledge about the solar system and, mm -hmm. and astronomy and things like that and you have to wonder if their story about the anunnaki is true yeah. and that maybe just maybe some other race at some point in the history of the world came to this planet and shared this knowledge but not only that wanted to spread their you know kind of spread their mm, dna right and had this hybrid human situation going on and their blood type is rh negative and you know because from the pictures that we have of them they do look like these big humanoid type extraterrestrial beings so we're not yeah, talking crazy. like little gray aliens and when we say know. pictures we mean cave drawings yeah. drawings uh, artifacts that have been found carvings exactly so it's very possible that they came and you know they helped us out and as mm -hmm. sort of a token of appreciation they're like all right well we're gonna you know leave some of our dna here and before they left this this world and all these people have rh negative could be descendants of this anunnaki race which would mean i know it sounds so absurd to people like i know there's people out here that are like what are, you talking, are about? you talking about <laughs> but it, like Ever watch Ancient Give Aliens? the Sumerians a chance before you just discount this stuff. I mean, they were very advanced. It's a super interesting topic. The Anunnaki topic is, yeah, like I'm, I get so excited talking about it. It's fascinating. And it would really make sense. Like it would make sense with the theories. Like, for example, if you're RH negative as a mother, you get positive. Uh, so I guess a 
human baby. If you think of it as like alien blood, if Rh negative blood is alien blood, right. right? If the mom has alien blood and the baby has human blood, it's clashing, right? And so, like, it, it would make sense for them not to work out. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's supposed to be that way so that, like, there's not some type of well, then, inbreeding or something. Right. Or well, I don't, I can't even like. There could be all these crazy crosses between yeah. different types of of beings you know like if we had right if we were like an intergalactic society right now maybe and we yeah. lived amongst all these different alien races mm-hmm. could we go and like intermarry between some other right. species from another planet without medical help to without, for the baby to be carried exactly would our blood and our dna be able to mix with this other and this is like you know obviously in the theory world for sure it makes a lot of sense it's <laughs> no, very it's interesting <laughs> it's fucking no, real i just I, i'm i can just see people out there are like what on earth well it all depends but... on like because to me this theory isn't that it's out there but it's not that out there to me because not. i truly do believe in aliens mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. if you if someone were to tell me right now yeah they're real they're they're already here and they're doing experiments on us i wouldn't be mind blown like i no. wouldn't be shook i'd be like yeah i believe that I'm so that this doesn't too. seem that it is strange. It's mind blowing to think about, but it's still like, right. you know, could it happen if maybe if it yeah. was, you know, years, zillions of years ago, they came down to do an experiment on Earth and see what happens if we stick our DNA right. in these other people's DNA. Yeah. Or this is how happens. we colonize planets. They go around and maybe that's how DNA gets spread. I mean, oh. for all we know, these people could be what we see as God now is what many people, I should say, believe in what a God is. This right. is this is what they they could be them. And they were here at one point. Yeah. Starting Earth, starting life. Because, yeah, like, it makes total sense. And we've been talking about a creator, you know, yeah, something exactly like that. Well, and just going back to similar characteristics among people with arch negative psychic abilities, intuition. Yeah. You know, all, you know, all of these different things that kind of is basically says you might have a higher level of consciousness than somebody that has an RH positive blood type. And therefore you, you know, it kind of goes back to these ancient gods and things like that. Maybe there's some type of, of connection there. And that just has run through the bloodlines all these years, but it's interesting because you think about, well, what happened along the way? If like, let's pretend for a second that it really is alien blood and, you know, the there's a lot of things with the Anunnaki, like maybe we don't really know why they came. Though. Some say right. they came and they're going to wipe us out, things like that. Yeah. You know, were they actually good aliens or were they bad aliens? Right. Like what, what was their true intentions if they're real and they came here? Uh-huh. What were they actually doing? So why is it that the royal bloodline as going hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years back are negative? Why is that so significant? Yeah. Because then you think because that. You have to think about that. Like, why is it that the elites are this blood type? Right. Why? Yeah. And it would be interesting to look at what their spouses are and what they end up reproducing. I mean, you look at the royal family and they like all marry each other. I was going to say many, many bloodlines, I think, involve a lot of interbreeding. Can you find like Jackie Kennedy's blood type? See if hers is public. Because... Yeah, I mean, if you go back, it'd be interesting to go back even farther than what or we like know. Like Barbara Bush or someone. Imagine if we could go back beyond, like the Middle Ages and you know the kings and queens of right. of the monarchs and things right. like that. What if we could go beyond? Like if we could keep yeah. tracing it back one day, and it day probably goes back and figure out. And so much shit's been destroyed over the why years. Why isn't so many it going back to the to the apes like everybody else's? Why is it? The fact that you can't explain that is so mind-blowing to me and i think the average person definitely does not know this because when i found this out i was like what because it's just like 
proves everything in, I learned in biology in school wrong that you can't trace it back mm -hmm. to a monkey. Like it literally screws that whole theory as far as. And it just seems way too convenient to say, well, it was just a random genetic mutation. Really? A random genetic mutation that then led yeah. to all the royals being I'd say that's a part a theory. of the same bloodline and they're all this, you know, yeah. they all have maintained control right. over of civiliz human civilization for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. That's all a result of this genetic mutation. Yeah. I'd say there's more evidence on the other side for that. The other theory. For really? I mean, though, no one like, can definitely know. They definitely can't say without a doubt this is a genetic mutation. That is 100% a theory. I don't know. There's just so there's so many things with this that <laughs> it's hard to know what to believe with it. You know, I know it's such an unknown. I thing. think it's pretty compelling, though. Mm -hmm. They could be descendants of extraterrestrials. So it's either like something's going on or it's a real big coincidence. Right. Right. You know, as I've gotten older and the more I've dug into this stuff, the the amount of coincidence that I believe in has gotten less and less. Totally. Like I've started yeah. realizing like. Things yeah. I used to think, oh, that's just a coincidence. That's just mm -hmm. once I uncover, you know, digging a little deeper, I'm like, oh, no, that was not a coincidence. That was meant to happen. No. This is synchronicity. This is something. Right. There's something else happening here that's right. far more complex than, you know, just meets the human eye. Like some, the way that we perceive the world is such a simple way. Right. But if you can dig a little bit deeper into every yeah. existence, you start uncovering all of these hidden secrets and all of this. And they're hidden all connected. And, everything yes. is connected mm -hmm. yes. that's why i'm like there's no way it's a coincidence because you right. learn about one thing and you all of a sudden you're right. like whoa that's why this is this and it has you would look on paper nothing to do with each other but when you look deeper they're totally related right and then it becomes like what makes the most sense to you a random genetic mutation or you know some type of elite bloodline that runs back to the you know potentially mm -hmm. the beginning of human civilization and potentially an extraterrestrial race of some sort I mean, the fact that this just is constantly connecting this podcast has really been an experience. Wouldn't you say like learning all this <laughs> yes, stuff? Yes, very much of an experience. But I mean, like a spiritual experience for me in a way. It's been the most enlightening experience. I've learned so much since we started this podcast. And, you know, I went into a lot of it with a lot of skepticism. But the more we have learned, the more you dig, it's crazy. And how often we're comparing like, oh, well, this. Oh, well, that makes this makes sense. And then this connects back to this. And oh, remember, we talked about this here and like you're we're constantly connecting the dots and this makes so much sense and if people would just get over their i think a lot of people are just afraid of this stuff because it's a little scary it right it is well the unknown is it's scary easier to believe anyone. it's not real and if it's true then it's like okay well what do you make of religion and which right. many many people right. on earth hold very seriously and yeah. so it's like if you strip that from them it's like well then why am i even here type of thing right exactly so it it forces you to question literally every single belief mm -hmm. system that mm -hmm. is out there. Right. When you have all the facts laid out in front of you and you're not afraid to look at the facts. I think people, a lot of people stop before they'll even look at the information, you know, and they're just like, that's bullshit because it's a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. So they just tune out. But like when you hear this stuff, it's so insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is really compelling. Well, and, and I think a lot of people have just assumed that science has figured everything out. Yeah. We've discovered now we know everything. We've discovered it How all. How ignorant. It's what a lot easier to believe that, though. Yeah, it's it a is. lot yeah. more comforting at it the is. end of the night to be like, this is why things are. We yeah, know this because we know school, this. You learn it, and that's the exactly. way it is. You live right. your life like your granddaddy did, and everyone's fine. <laughs> like, it's so annoying that we are so stuck in tradition. People won't even question anything. And they're like, well, if science doesn't say that, then 
you can fuck right off with your but how theory. many times have we discovered along the lines like oh we were wrong this whole time and this is yes. actually how it is whoops so often so often dna evidence in crimes is the biggest example of that look how far we've come just in 20 years we didn't know shit back then making decisions like putting someone to death over bullshit dna and then now we're like looking at it like oh this is bullshit yeah except for apparently not sometimes aka ronnie reed right which hopefully let's really hope that that just stops but anyway there's just too many things that are too conveniently connected to the point where you can't deny the connections yes and you are forced to realize that wow this is deeper than things that i was taught in school and things that i was told in church and things that you know i was told by my parents don't be make wrong. sense and and you know there could be something else happening and my one version of the life story could be completely wrong i yeah. mean just it just seriously if you haven't looked in the sumerians or or, right. or listened or watched our episode on the sumerians it's very very interesting because the you know i think we have sumerians and on and off the, was it all in one yeah it was it was one in uh, one episode i believe okay. we did but just the mere fact that these people, you know, the very earliest mm-hmm. civilization thousands of years ago knew what was happening in the cosmos. Right. They knew how many planets, you know, they didn't have how the fuck the Hubble telescope out there, like no. snapping pictures of planets and things like that. No, they just somehow knew they Dude. either had technology or they had help from some otherworldly being that came here and told us the answers and told us what was going on out there. That's absolutely. And right. over time, that information has been passed on. That's why the Egyptians know shit. That's why all mm-hmm. these civilizations know shit about the stars and yeah. know about, you know, speak of gods and, you know, that could potentially be aliens. And then all of a sudden things come to a roaring halt in the 1600s or 1500s when all of a sudden the monarchy mm-hmm. and the Catholic Church came together and they completely wiped out all yeah. other forms of beliefs. And that's why they were went so, on a mission in the yeah. world to convert everybody to this one religion and control it in society this literally goes back to another topic that we just covered salem witch trials again like trying to control and shut that shit down people who are thinking differently and possibly using cannabis Mm -hmm. you'd be considered a witch well even now people who are into conspiracies or just question things in general or believe in astrology yeah I mean, like, like astrology is becoming cool now, but yeah. I remember a lot of people like, oh, make, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've had people make videos about what a dumbass I am for believing in astrology. And I totally respect people who don't believe it. Like, sure. I, I totally it's dude, I, I don't push it on anyone. Right. But like to me, I have a, such a different understanding of it than like a lot of people do, you know, so mm-hmm. it's it's so important to me well, because guess why? Because uh, most people's first introduction to astrology comes in a negative way <laughs> right like cosmo magazine a silly horoscope, horoscope of the month. you read and you're like oh yeah, that's ridiculous like, mm, you might get lucky on the seventh bitch people exploiting it people Bad. taking it and yeah. trying to make money and profit mm-hmm. off of it mm-hmm. versus actually teaching you the the legitimate science behind it the legitimate astronomy the preciseness of calculation it's so that goes extremely into calculated astrology in order to understand it it is so complicated i barely feel and i've you been, can study it for years and not understand it i've all. been studying Seriously. it and i use that term very loosely on my own for fun for a long right. time like you and i have been into this for a while yeah. like you got me into this but i still yeah. feel like we barely scratched the surface no totally not i know there's so much that's still unknown about it i mean we don't even fully understand where it came from or who even really like 
how we even get that knowledge to create this thing and why is it so fucking accurate? Well, I just, to me, it's significant that almost every ancient culture held astrology in some way of value. They, they used it in some way. Zodiac signs or the wheel was somehow used or their respect just for the planetary system in general. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really serious Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't take it. I think there's something bigger when it comes to our universe and, how it all works and how we're connected to totally everything in our universe. Like I just, it's more of a connection to the universe than it is a weird voodoo, like psychic thing. Like people just don't understand it. I wish people understood it more or took the time to check, check it out. But you know, we'll just realize the fact that we're all atoms. We're all stardust. We're made Mm -hmm. from exploding stars. So at the end of the day, we are the so universe. Maybe there's something spiritual so. about our planetary system. Hmm. May not be such a whack ass idea. I think there's a lot of other whack ass religions out there that don't make any sense compared to astrology. Honestly. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. No, you're <laughs> <Ran> no. over. <laughs> I just was gonna say. I just thought of like a, a really interesting RH negative theory um, that has to do with this. If we're talking about the extraterrestrial theory, so if these Anunnaki or some sort of extraterrestrial race came to uh, our world way back thousands of years and the Sumerians was like the first civilization as far as that's recorded that we they interacted with this species and they somehow crossed humans with this alien race and then you get this RH negative bloodline mm-hmm. so I wonder if you could if there was a way to go back all the way like we knew everybody's bloodlines the leaders bloodlines going thousands and thousands of years back it'd be interesting to find out if all of the leaders of these civilizations were talking pharaohs in Egypt, people that led the Sumerians, right. talking the Mayans, who were the priests and all of these, you know, really spiritual leaders mm-hmm. of all of these ancient cultures, if they ha- all have RH negative blood and, you know, this, you know, sort of because they're intuitive, because they have psychic abilities, because back then, if you exhibited any of these types of things or you were some type of healer mm-hmm. or, you know, you just had a higher IQ, that's like another of the characteristics, then you that would be more apt to become a leader of that uh, society or that culture, right? right? So if you go thousands of years up until modern day, it mm-hmm. really makes a lot of sense that there would be this elite bloodline that was happening and mm-hmm. all these cultures were led by RH negative leaders going all the way through you know, all these different civilizations up until somebody decided that at one point in time that it's you know, it's not as much, it's more about me and what I want to do. Somebody got really, really selfish along the way and decided that I'm going to use these to benefit me, to benefit my agenda. Mm -hmm. And it really seems like it starts with, you know, the Kings of old and things like that. Well, I mean, there's theories that there's the aliens are the ones that, right. Or maybe they're really, yeah, we're basically, there's people that are working for them essentially. And that's, or they are. That's still. why there's people who believe that shape shifting aliens, aliens right. control the world secretly. I mean, and it kind of makes sense. It's yeah. definitely an interesting theory. No, like, I mean, it yeah. sounds so crazy, but but it kind of so makes sense at the same time because if yeah. you go all the way through, it makes sense for why all the kings were RH negative, <laughs> and then why all the leaders, and all of a sudden all the, the people president control thing is really hard. The governments and, and and I bet it's more. I mean, those are just ones that we've confirmed, but there's got to be more. There's, there's a lot more. that just aren't. It would probably shock us to our core yeah, if like we knew. keep a lot of it secret. Everybody's blood type. and Were you able to find like Rockefeller or? No, I mean, there's not that much on there. I they think would keep that shit. I think oh, yeah, it's pretty hard to find out. I think we actually tried to find that out when we did the blood series. Yeah. The five family series. 
And they, I don't think we were able to find it. No, do you think they got their bloodline <laughs> on, on Google free to view? Yeah. So you can make all the connections and then be, and then, you know, hate them. No, Yeah, it's honestly insane. It really is. But anyways, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there today. guys. If you've listened to this whole podcast, yeah. you're a real MVP or I guess you're a real MHP. Yeah. Ooh. Comment. Guess what, that, what would that stand for? Mile higher person. Pony. Pony. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't oh know. Uh, it's kind of late. I'm tired. It right now. These two are losing it. So I'm going to uh, We just got in. in town from a long trip, a long work trip. We cannot wait to show you guys what we've been working on. We're oh, yeah. tired. Yes. Honestly, we did a pretty good job this episode, I think, considering how exhausted we are. But thanks for hanging with us. Yes. Let us know what your blood type is. If and... you know. Or something you know about blood. Yeah. Or If you draw or... blood, tell us what you know. Or let us know if you believe in, you know, what you where you believe Arch Negative Blood comes from. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how many people believe uh, the different theories that we talked about. And what do you think about the bloodlines? Yeah. Let us know because I'm, I'm genuinely interested to hear. Yeah. From, I from definitely you. would like to hear other people's opinions on it. Definitely. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll go. I'll link the, the blood kit that we use, too, in case you want to check it out. It's just on Amazon. Um, ships right to your house. It's I'll clearly not the most memory. accurate thing, but I'll leave that for you. Until next time, guys. It is accurate. Don't blame the test. You just don't have any blood in your body, apparently. Josh has like half a He's gallon. He's a vampire. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm a thirsty vampire, though. Yeah, you need some <laughs> He's like Edward from Twilight. He's no blood. Yeah, you literally are. You're a Cullen. Uh, now a I'm Cullen. like genuinely concerned that I don't have enough blood in my body. Or no, something. but we're going to go. I want to get. I'm not sure these results because there's not enough to make sure you test it. We have to go get. Te- we have to yeah. go donate. But anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. And stay woke. (laughs) See you guys next time.